Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily. Presented by Surly Brewing Company. Pat McAfee, the uh the king of I guess trying to find some lyrical rhyme or root or reason to the a skull song it is for question friday and purple daily it is judd it is declan phil missing again but he will be back on monday show it is me and uh if you are watching us on the old youtube michael bennett legendary viking joining me <laughs> at least in bobblehead form all right declan so i've got the questions here they are uh they are judd designed okay. since phil is out are you prepared for a very exciting edition of Four Question Friday, which, as always, before I get to the questions, brought to you by our friends at Surly Brewing, Surly Brewing Company, and also TCL. Enjoy more with TCL TV. In fact, you know what? Enjoy sports. Enjoy your favorite shows on a outstanding TCL. Yeah, I'm ready to roll, man. Let's do this. All let's right. go. All right. Bring it on. Right, let's go. Bring Fire, it on. Fire Bring it music, on. maestro. Here we go. Fire music. All right. Envelope, please, Michael Bennett. Thank you very much. All right, question number one on Four Question Friday. The NFL Combine, draft, free agency, and then off-season camps, OTAs, mini camps, all that good stuff, okay? Rank them in order of importance and enjoyment to you. How do you rank, basically, this league, aside from a brief period before training camp in July, Declan, has done a magnificent job of of saying we're never we're never out of the spotlight. We don't have games, but we got a lot to offer. So combine, which just is going on this week, mm-hmm. the draft in April, free agency, which starts on March sixteenth with the beginning of the new league year, and the off season camps that start in May. How do you rank them as far as your enjoyment or importance to you? Uh, to me, the draft is number one. I love the NFL draft. Day one, I know it takes four and a half hours, but I love it. We disagree it. on this, so I, I love this. Uh, I think the draft's the best. It, it's the unpredictability. It's the waiting. Um, it, it's the excitement of, of it all, really. I think the draft is a blast. And I know day three of the draft is a drag. Yep. It takes forever. Yep. Uh, you got teams trading back. You got people accumulating picks. All this stuff happening. But uh, I, I would put the draft number one. I love the draft the most. And you watch how, how much now? 
Are you draft. just the Thursday night first round guy? Do you dip into uh, well, the second, I mean, third I, round? I, I will. I will say because we're now Purple Daily and we we interact with our audience. I I watched every second of that draft with with you guys. Yes, last year and stuff. So uh, so typically, you know, we're, we're all watching the draft, and I love that. So, but round one's the most exciting. Clearly, that's okay. that's that's. The I one guess that my I, question is, if, if you didn't have to because of your job, how much of the draft would you watch? Oh, I would still watch it all. You would, okay. Yeah, I love the draft. I'm out by Saturday. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I love the draft. Thursday's fun. Mm-hmm. Thursday's fun. Friday gets a little bit long. Saturday, send me a list of the picks, yep. and I will I will look at them. All right, keep going. Uh, second for me would be free agency. I love NFL yep. free agency. It's an absolute blast. Finally, you get to figure out wh- where people are going and who your team is adding. That first week is always a frenzy. Who We would have saw the Vikings signing Patrick Peterson last year. I didn't see that coming. Um, it's just there's always surprise that always happens here and there. I think free agency is the best. You get to see what other teams are doing as well. And, and it, it's that first real dose of, of excitement after the Super Bowl. I have free agency number two. Uh, the okay. combine for me is number three. I love the combine because we overreact to the combine like no other. There is literally on ESPN right now people freaking out about Kenny Pickett's hand size. The hand it's size. Too small. We'll get to that, by the way. Which Don't is, give any thoughts on that because that's on my... That's on my four-question Friday, Declan. So don't be giving up, out any hand size. No takes. Uh, um, takes right now. No hand size takes. But but the problem is that, that that's the fun part of it. We're, we're literally talking about people's hand sizes and 40-yard dash times and bench reps and all this hilarious stuff. Uh, and also the fact that all these GMs and coaches are together and they're talking about uh, all these possibilities. I think it's a blast. Uh, and fourth me is off-season camps. At this point, football is here. And even though like I'm excited that football is around the corner, the actual act of like OTAs and training camp, sure. it, it, it's it's. I'm glad there's football being played, but in terms of that excitement when I'm watching it, it's last. Yep. It, it just it doesn't do anything for yeah. me. So uh, my order would go: the NFL draft, free agency, combine, and then off-season camps. Those are my four. Okay. All right. My four starts with well, just one thing because I love it. It's one of the best things in, in sports, and it's true in football. NBA, hockey, baseball doesn't have it, so screw them. Free agency. Free agency is just so delectably delicious. Now, when you've got the tampering period where things start to come out and, like, deals are done, that week is just so much fun because there's going to be the big deals get signed, right? And, And it's when the reckless speculation is paid off. Like, that's, to me, that's the ultimate because we recklessly speculate continually. And there's a lot of times where there's no end date, right? Right. Like, this guy might get traded, but there's no, like, the deadline, but then it doesn't. You know when free agency starts, Declan, that you are going to get a payoff of some sort, and it's going to be crazy. And it might be your team. It might not be, but it's going to be nuts. So free agency, the start in the National Football League, is actually one of my favorite non-playing moments in all of sports. I love it. My second one is now the Combine. And here's why. I don't care about the draft picks. Like, I don't care about, oh, this guy in his underwear. It's unbelievable how fast he ran. Kenny Pickett's hand size. That's all well and good, and that's fine. But the combine has become the place where if if free agency itself, the opening, is the pool of reckless speculation, the combine's the diving board. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield and back to school up on that diving board before he dives off of it, that is the combine. Like, we're just getting nonsense thrown at, at us, and we're trying to, you know, what does Quasi mean when he's talking about Kirk Cousins, right? 
Like this week's been great. It's so much fun. And there's so much potential turmoil to come. I love that. So that's two. The draft is three. The thing I, I like most about the draft is not the picks. The, the whole picks thing, I'm just not, I don't know why. Um, it's interesting for a while, but I often grow detached from that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But what I do like is the potential trades. Like the first round trades are great. Oh, yeah. So anything that causes movement, I like. So the draft is three, though, because the combine, the combine is the sweet spot of you are just getting so much potential steam to things. And then the camps are fourth. Now, I will throw in this, what's the word I'm trying to think of, caveat here. Uh, the one thing I will throw in as an asterisk is the offseason OTA minicamp period for the Vikings this spring is going to be really intriguing. Oh, yeah. So, like, once your coach is here for three years or something, it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, this player comes in, this draft pick. I'm not saying that it completely loses its luster decks. But with O'Connell, like, we're going to see things that when we get access to the OTAs that are going to be completely new. Like, there's going to be positional changes and things like that. So, for a year, I do think that I would probably put the offseason camps for the Vikings higher. But as a standard, yes, I would go free agency, combine, draft, offseason camps. Okay. All right? Yeah. We're okay, now we're going to play. Now we're going to play a game. And it's going to have three tentacles because I wanted to drag this out a bit. And there's so much, there's like a ton of combine stuff now that's been floating around. So we're going to play a question two subset, three small questions. Okay. Okay. Yep. Something or nothing, a real original title. In fact, you know what that deserves? That deserves because of the work that I did to think up a title, something or nothing that deserves a surly. It deserves a surly furious. You know what? No, it doesn't. It deserves a surly variety pack. Declan Goff, I want you to go on your way home to the liquor store today, and I want you to pick up the first surly variety pack of 2022. I picked one up last weekend. Oh, yeah. Three furiouses. Mm, those are good. Three havoc machines. Also good. Three ghost empire dark lagers to satisfy that taste. And then what I consider to be the Justin Jefferson of the pack. So like the furious Dalvin cook, damn good. It's the staple. I like it a lot, but the young up and coming Justin Jefferson, the hyper modern Idaho seven IPA, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to the, to what I feel is the new star of the Surly family. And it is in the variety pack. Pick it up. All right. Something or nothing. Number one, you brought it up. Kenny Pickett's hands. Measured at 8.5 inches yesterday at the Combine. That is smaller than any starting quarterback in the National Football League from 2022. Something or nothing, Declan? Nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It, it, it does not matter. Joe Burrow had hand size questions at the Combine as well. You think, do you think his hand sizes are, uh, are limiting him from playing in a Super Bowl and playing at an MVP level? No, it does not matter. Hand size, this is some of the most hilarious baloney that people are overreacting to. It is nothing. Sports Dad used to think the same thing, and I'm going to tell you right now, it is something. Joe Burrow, first of all, I believe, was measured with approximately 9-inch hands. Mm -hmm. That's considered at the lowest end of the passable spectrum. 8.5 is too small. Fumble machine. And keep in mind, too, the football. so, So hand size can be sort of a funny issue when we're talking about linemen 
because they don't catch the football and they certainly don't throw it. But when we're talking about quarterbacks, keep in mind, the National Football League uses a bigger football than college does. Kenny Pickett is going to be a fumble machine. This is going to be a real problem. I think it's something, and I think that there's a big difference between Joe Burrow being, being no pun intended, passable here, and Kenny Pickett, who I have questions about just period. Like, like it's not just his hands. Um, I think this is going to cause him to drop, and I still think what we have said before, the first quarterback off the board in the top 10, Malik Willis. I truly believe that, and it didn't hurt his cause that he was seen at the Combine, I think, coming back from lunch, helping a homeless person. Yeah, he's a good dude. Un- unprompted. Yep. That's That stuff means something. Something or nothing. New Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell doesn't want to just be seen as just a head coach offense and wants to be considered knowledgeable on the defensive side of the ball as well, not to call plays, but to be fully ingrained, in tune. We all know that the evil Mike Zimmer was a defensive guy only and didn't care about offense and basically outsourced that until he got mad about play calling. Is it something or nothing that Kevin O'Connell wants to truly be a CEO of the Vikings and not just be considered the offensive genius? Uh, There's something here because I I do think he does want to be great on both sides of the ball. Uh, When he was talking about Harrison Smith at his introductory press conference, who Harrison, um, as I've said, is the illusion of complexity when it comes to a defender, right? You never know what he wants to do. Uh, I I think Kevin O'Connell, though, being an offensive first guy, because he's an offensive first dude, and this is what I always got lost with Zim, If whether you're offense or defense, you also know what works and what doesn't work, so you know what the other defense is trying to give you, right? So I, I do believe when you're an offensive coach, it doesn't mean you're aloof defensively. It doesn't mean like you are ignoring what's going on defensively. In fact, you have a very good knowledge base of what a defense is giving you and how you can attack that defense. So I, I believe there is something to this here. Uh, I think yep. Kevin O'Connell is not lying. I think there is something to this that he does want to be a, 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 a savant on both sides of the ball. I agree completely with what you just said, and and will only add this. I think it's absolutely imperative that that while I love the fact that the coach is going to be an offensive guy and can identify hopefully quarterback play, that we now see a coach who cares about the entire thing and doesn't just care when something goes wrong, right? Because it felt like Mike would care about offense and involve himself when things went wrong. And it's like, Mike, you got to care about offense all the time. Well, O'Connell, I think, is going to, while his expertise lies on the opposite side of the ball from Mike, with how bad the Viking defense was, I think it's very important that the head coach be involved and be proactive there. So, I agree. It means something, and it's definitely a positive step. All right. Something or nothing, question three off of this. Seattle coach Pete Carroll said at the Combine, quote, we have no intention of making any move there when he was talking about quarterback Russell Wilson. Is that something or nothing as far as that quote is, as PFT pointed out, almost identical to what about eight years ago Rick Spielman said about Percy Harvin? Is it something or nothing that Pete Carroll used the phrase, we have no intention, and didn't just say Russell Wilson is our quarterback? Uh, I'm actually going to go with nothing. I'm going to be the fun police here. Uh, I, I don't I don't think Russell's going anywhere. I think he's staying put in Seattle. 
I, I, I think I really do. I, I, I think he's going to end up staying put here. I believe Pete Carroll when he's saying this. Uh, I actually am going to lean as much as we love to recklessly speculate that this is nothing. Declan, I think you are absolutely correct. Oh, wow. Look at that. I, I think it's nothing, and here's why. The Combine. Um, the Combine is full of people who know when they get to a podium that they have to be careful with their words, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, we have no intention. So if if Russ is not traded, that's correct. If he is, it's still correct. They had no intention, but Eureka, the offer was too good, right? So I think it's nothing. I tend to agree. I think Russell Wilson is back in Seattle. But that being said, I also think that, just like with Kirk, there's a very good chance that you're positioning yourself to, to if the opportunity comes up, make a, a move. Like, no one's saying, well, Kirk Cousins is gone. I think he should be personally, but we're not assuring that, right? And so so Quazy in his own way and Pete Carroll in his own way have made it very clear what they think might play out, but they've left themselves some of the proverbial wiggle room that's so important. I'm with you, which I thought might surprise you. It is. I agree. It's nothing. It's nothing. nothing. Because it could turn into something, but it's just somebody being very careful. All right, that concludes that portion of something or nothing on a four-question uh, Friday. In fact, you know what, Dex? I got a off-the-script audible question for you. Okay, hit me. Judd Zolget has lost 30-plus pounds. Mm-hmm. Something or nothing? Well, that's that's something. That is something. Exactly you t- right. If you had told me beer drinking Judd was going to also be losing weight in 2022... No way. I think that's something. And and now I think people who have not consumed our show or have seen our show in a while are probably saying, Judd, tell me how you did it. How did how did you lose? I mean, you you don't look like a guy to me who could just wake up one day and say, I'm going to go on the special Judd diet and I'm going to drop 30 plus pounds. And I'm going to tell you right now, Judd didn't do that. It's thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And I want to emphasize the word here, centers, weight control. Weight control centers. And I say that because most places are weight loss, right? So it's like, you've lost the weight. Congratulations. Here's a cake. And you go enjoy all your your food now. And people like me who have gone up and down in weight their entire life, what happens? We gain it all back. We often gain more. But Livia weight control means that I've lost the weight thanks to them, and now I'm going to keep that weight off. And imagine that. You lose the weight, and now it doesn't come back. Eureka. It's fantastic. And I want to get you started today with the I Did It Eight-Week Challenge, where you get your first eight weeks for free. That's right. First eight weeks for free in that time period. Ladies and gentlemen, I dropped 26 pounds. Imagine dropping 26 pounds and your clothes all fitting by springtime. Call today, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com, Livia, L-I-V-E-A, lose the weight and then control the weight. That's what Livia will do for you, Livia.com. All right, back to our questions. Declan Goff, you can only watch and cover, so mm-hmm. I'm going to combine your sports fandom with your job as well. Yeah. You can only watch and cover MLB, NBA, NFL, or NHL for the rest of your life. Only one of those. Which one are you taking? Uh, give me hockey. Because number one, I I, I enjoy covering hockey. Uh, I think it's it's an easier place to cover. It's it's not yep. as crazy. Um, I love watching hockey from a press box. Uh, it, the game looks a lot easier. And also, this is this is going to sound uh, a little funny, but 
The offseason in hockey is a true offseason. There, there, there's, there's stretches where nothing is going on, and you I get di- free agency on July first. No, no, get but the draft. In June. It's, but it's, it's a, it's a line of, of excitement, and then you're done, for the lack of a better words. There, yeah, there is, there is periods of the NHL offseason, and especially if you don't make the playoffs, where nothing, you are responsible for nothing, which means you can take time off. With the NFL, there's no time Very off. Early. There's no time off in the NFL. Uh, the, the, at one time, I would have said Major League Baseball, but my, my yeah. anger. <laughs> Has 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 dethroned my my love of baseball and also it's 162 games. They're five hour games. You're there forever. I don't want to be there forever. Um, and the NBA is I, I it's just it's number four in my just general interest in sports. So I don't really just have an, an interest in in covering or or watching a ton of NBA. Uh, I've yep. watched probably more basketball in the last two years than I have in my entire life. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I would rank them. Hockey for sure is my number one. That's the one I want to cover the most. So that's it, though. Yeah, that's I'm the one. Taking the rest off the table. I'm You're taking done. the rest you off the table. Can't watch any more football. Yeah, I, I. That's fine. I'll watch hockey. I'll watch hockey. That's totally okay with me. What about you? Okay, so this has changed so greatly throughout the course of my 52 years on Earth. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I originally loved baseball, and I'm not saying I liked it. I loved it. I loved baseball. I it was it it had me it had me by the heart. Me too. Um, obviously, it's lost me. My next sport then was for a long time in, into my adulthood. My favorite sports were baseball and hockey. Mm-hmm. National Hockey League. Everybody knows. Big North Stars fan. In fact, I still got some napkins here. Check this out. Little North Stars napkin for you, Declan. That's Goff. awesome. I love that. Um, I I love that sport, and I still do. But I'm going to tell you, because I combine this from both a personal and professional standpoint, if you told me today, Judd, you can have one, only one, partially because of what you criticized, it's essentially now a year-round endeavor, National mm-hmm. Football League. National Football League. I don't even love it the most as a pure sport, but everything it has is damn near perfect. Um, I... It's not my favorite sport, but if I could only watch one for the rest of my life and cover one, so that is included as well, it's football. And I cannot believe um, 12-year-old Judd is kicking 52-year-old Judd's ass to the curb right now. He's so upset about that. Yeah, wow. And hockey hockey would be it, but the National Football League decks, is, it's spectacular now. Like, it never ends. Um, they have found a way to basically basically capitalize on every part, almost every part of the calendar, aside from that lull between the end of mini camps and the beginning of training camp, which is just a downtime. So yeah, I am, uh, I'm going with football, which I can't believe I'm saying. All right. I got one more for you. This is the sort of fun off script one that Phil likes to throw in. I go to the Google machine to find and say, what's the silliest question I can find? Which one would Declan Goff choose? Be alive and alone, or about to die with a group of friends. So basically, I'm in a cult. Um, my cult. So of you friends. are either. Well, well, no. I I read that. I read it personally to say that you are in perfect health. Nothing is going wrong. You're in your apartment with, I would guess, your TV and all all of those things. So it's not like you're on a deserted island. And then the second is you've got your group of friends, but you're but you're about yeah, that's, to die. Yeah, that's that's the cult thing I'm saying. The the the, right, the latter right. part. But is... I don't know if it's uh. But I mean, it, it could be just 
you still got friends, but you're just about to die. Right. Like right. a cult to me is a like I a cult to me is a negative group of people. Yeah, so but, like, but at the same time, the, the cult, though, but but the cult though is is doing things in unison, and most likely when they drink the Kool Aid, they're all going to die together. So that that's my interpretation of it. Uh, okay, I, I I want the latter. I okay. want to I want to die with you. friends. I'm not I'm not I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I think I know your answer, but I I'd rather everyone be together, and then we all just die. We all leave the earth together. I, okay, and your interpretation might might be right. So you are going to die. Yes, I'm cool with I'm I'm cool with dying. More air for me. Yeah. I'm taking the I'm taking the couch. I'm t- taking the TV. I'm taking the and I'm assuming I'm assuming that I would hope that like sports is still going and that it's and so like I am I don't have friends but I've still got stuff to watch. Yeah. See you later. Bye. I'm not you know, surprised by that. You might feel different. At fifty two, you might feel very different. That's all I'm going to tell I you. I have right a lot now. of friends. I got a lot of friends. And I mean the clock is the the proverbial clock is ticking. So. Right. I'm cool for me, with death. not for you. No, no, I'm you're, I'm cool with death. I've, I've been cool around. at death at 28. I'm not cool with it. I just understand. I just got it. the last couple of years because I'm like, who knows if I get to 60? Right. I told you, 30, you're confident. 40, 40, you're like, I'm gonna hit 50. 50, no guarantee. You're like, no guarantees. No guarantees. Zero guarantees. <laughs> I I look at obituaries. I see a lot of you know, uh, and I'm not trying to make light here, but I see a lot of names, comma 56, mm-hmm. 55. That's all I'm saying. All right, we are. Uh, we are done. Of course, we will also have a, a reaction to your comments mm-hmm. from YouTube on the Saturday show. Don't forget, as the weekend approaches, drink your Surly. Um, enjoy it. And uh, if you're going to watch sports, do it on a TCL TV. See you later.